Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A Silly Dude Production. Two, they talk a good game, your weekly footy podcast. I am Harvey, joined by my co-host, Lockie. Hey, everyone. And today, winners are grinners. Mm. I think it's the first time this year where both Manly and the Tigers... I think it is. Have won. We, would have, we would have mentioned it if it happened before. Absolutely. Um, We're just loving it today. Magic, magic round. round came true. It came true. <laughs> Who would have thought? Some miracles across the weekend, a bit of controversy, but it's never mm. a weekend of footy without that. Actually, before we get into it, what are your thoughts on the, the NRL's stance on the weekend and all of the sin bins and send-offs, sends-offs, blah, blah, that happened? Yeah, a lot happened. A lot uh, happened. I have an opinion of, I think it's about time that they took a stricter approach towards head knocks mm, and yeah. punishing them um, appropriately so that it was actually a disincentive for and, you know, players were protecting whoever was running with the ball or whatever. Mm. I think the way they've gone about it is a bit stupid. A like, bit just immediate and a bit... Well, immediate, there wasn't a lot of, like, discussion. I know they made a statement midweek, but it still feels a bit weird doing it mid-season. Yes. Where players, yeah. like, because it's a big, like, a change to technique It's kind of like Ricky Stewart, Ricky Stewart kind of came out, and I think in his press conference, and basically said, you know... If, if, if you're going to change the game, let me know and I'll recruit different players. It's yeah. kind of like doing it mid-season. It's like the clubs have figured out their roster at the start of the year and, you know, a lot of teams are going for players that have aggression and they give away a few penalties, but but they also do a lot of other great stuff. But now those players' strengths are being completely outweighed by their weaknesses. Um, but I, I kind of am with you that I think... I'm not against the notion of protecting players. And if it means sin bins, good, because that will stop players from doing it. And, yeah, yeah. and it's the only it'll way encourage to, a lower yeah. tackle. You put in a stricter punishment for things that you want out the game and the players will stop doing it eventually. But mm. it all seems a bit rash. It's not like this is a new issue this year with players getting head knocks and concussions. Mm. They would have known that head knocks have been in the game for the last... 50 years, and they could have done this in pre-season. Um, yeah. And I just think, yeah, I'm all for player welfare and everything, and 
I think it does change the strategy, the technique, especially in like defense tackling. You're now going to have to. It seems like you're going to have to commit more men to tackling the player with the ball, mm. so you can wrap the ball up. Mm. You're not all going to be able to, you know, go high, put the big shot on. How you make a like an impactful statement in defense anymore is changing. Mm. It, it is a different game, and yeah, it's yet to be seen whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Totally. Well, going back to the positives, Tigers and Manly had great wins. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Couldn't be happier. Yeah, I'm oh, obviously good to get a win. I'm still um, not 100% convinced by the Tigers. They had a great win against a Newcastle team that didn't feature Kalen Ponga or Mitchell Pierce, and so and and you know, and it's kind of still you still get that vibe of inconsistency from the Tigers. Like they even right at the end when they had the game won on the on the 80th minute mark just let in a soft try and it's like that that attitude is still like you you know if I'm talking to the Tigers players I'm saying you're not good enough yet that you can relax in the 80th minute and in fact yeah. teams that are good enough to relax in the 80th minute don't relax in the 80th minute and the Knights have been struggling a bit in weeks gone past with they're definitely mm. missing Pierce with his leadership mm. um but I think that goes back to the off season with the controversy they had there Pong is obviously a big loss because they've had a They'd be building a squad that really should be in the finals, top eight, and yeah. potentially pushing for a premiership. It's, you know, obviously Penrith and Storm are pretty far ahead of the rest of the pack, but Knights aren't even in the conversation at the moment. And with no. their recruitment over the last couple of years... Yeah, especially bringing in Frizzell this year was Frizzell, sort of like a, a piece of the puzzle that was finally going to see this team that, you know, was put together by Nathan Brown and now with the reins of Adam O'Brien, it felt like it. they should be... At least a top eight team. Yeah, it doesn't look like it this year. And who knows what the future's got for a few of them because, you know, you can't see Ponga hanging around there forever. Mm. They're not a premiership threat. He's good enough to be in one of those those top teams and who knows how long he'll stay. And uh, poor old Brisbane at home, Suncorp, the old fortress on Magic Round, Friday night, you know, usually the Broncos sort of conditions... Get trounced by yeah, your boys. It's the type of game that I feared Manly going into for the last decade, and <laughs> it was good to put yeah. a, a good performance up there. You know, the momentum's really shifted coming off the um, losses in the opening rounds. Tommy's changed our team. He's making everybody a better player. It's unlocked Saab on that wing, as we've spoken about in weeks gone past. I think Croker's growing into that hooking role as well. He's been mm, really good. Yeah. And I think... Um, That's because Tommy's come in and made him a better hooker. <laughs> Tommy yeah, comes in and he makes everyone. The middle. Yeah. It's support around the middle. I think That's he's it. helped DCE as well, taking a lot of pressure off DCE being the go-to man. I mean, he's still, you know, the player that we go to in clutch situations. But when you've got a bloke like Tommy running off you, it makes it a lot easier to just throw that one extra pass and yeah. give it to the man with the X factor. Um mm. Good times to be a Manly fan. Good it is, time. yeah. Well, you guys have now uh, gone into the top eight. Not yeah, just we're by, coming in Not seventh. just by point difference either. You're, you're two points clear of the Raiders in eighth place. So, yeah, no, it's looking and like... I, I don't think top four is out of the question. Oh, dude, if we I stay think, fit... I think Trebojevic stays fit and Manly are a premiership contender. I'm would, not, you know, oh, not to... Well, I reckon Storm and Penrith are quite a, like a big chunk away yeah, of everybody else. They are, based on form and based on the current season, but... You get to finals, and if you're in that top four, anything can happen. Anything can One happen. One bad slip up, and they could be gone. I so, can only you know, dream. can only dream. Um, 
And uh, speaking of the Storm and the Panthers, they closed out Magic Round with two big wins. Uh, I'm sure that uh, you as well, like me, had your heart in your mouth when you saw our man Ryan Pappenhausen get stretched off the field. It kind of goes back to this whole crackdown and what they're talking about. So that was an example of, uh, I guess, yeah, what they're trying to stop. Um, But... Man, Nico Hines just steps up for them and then has a man-of-the-match performance. Like, that Melbourne system is unbelievable. And then the Panthers, Nathan Cleary, like, broke the fantasy record on the weekend. Yeah, I think he broke his own record. Yeah. He's just, he is the best player in the game at the moment. Yeah. I don't think many people could deny it. Um, not just best playmaker, but across the board, he has all skill sets. He does. And he's a leader. He's playing for the best team in the comp. Yeah, he's now I mean, leading the Dalian medal as well, that tally. and He's um, got to be the favourite this year. Yeah, he's got to be. Um, speaking of, well, we weren't just speaking of fantasy, but we mentioned fantasy just then we talking about Nathan Cleary. into the fantasy. I was hope, uh, we mentioned the, the Nathan Cleary fantasy score, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to use this for a smooth <laughs> fantasy transition, but then we sort of talked about Dalian. That's right, we've smoothed it out now. Let's go. So <laughs> done all, anything but smooth it out. <laughs> our, our fantasy team of the week with a score of 1,128, mm. all the way up by Craig's H. Craig's H. Yeah, excellent yeah. team. Yeah. Probably a Cleary in there as Cleary captain. Cleary's captain. Must have. Uh, what's impressive is that uh, Tessie knew in the starting lineup did mm. not play. Uh, had a couple of players on their bench that did not play, so activated some of those emergency subs. But um, Seemed to work out all right. Definitely worked yeah, out all no right. No complaints there. No complaints. And, and tipping. Tipping. <laughs> tipping was our, our league did exceptionally well yeah. with a whole bunch of people get full marks eight out of eight giving them 10 points in the ladder you know what word i'd use to describe that harvey magic oh, <laughs> i love it i love it it's just, it was a magical weekend for magic the for magic round yes albeit the margin amongst those teams that got full marks wasn't that great so no. in fact everyone kind of did really bad at the margin guessing which match was it for i need to go back and check no, you, while you're checking that yep. we're going to give a shout out to all those teams that did get 10 out of 10 so dom sidotti 15 the ross dog mitchell cleary maddie Pryor, concord magpies tigers prem 2021 matthew hayward dce is handsome and specky congratulations on getting eight out of eight but a big congratulations for our team of the week with the margin of 22 mm, just the smallest across all those teams Yep. South Yarra Ibes. Cool. Yeah, well doing, a, doing a great job in the tipping. South Yarra Ibes, which is Ian Farrington, I believe. Beautiful so, stuff. Very good. Um, I've gone back and checked. The game that the margin tip was for was Manly v Broncos. Oh. And I think people Nobody generally in margin... 44 bin. I think generally with the margin tip, you, you go for something like a... Even if you think the team's going to win easy, you stick between like a 10 and 20 sort of... Margin, so to get a fifty. Yeah, well, people are underestimating. Us are end, <laughs> underestimating Manly. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, well done to all those tippers, and well done to our fantasy team of the week as well. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's the bold, the basic, and the brilliant, Woo-hoo! the greatest segment. On the podcast, it's the reason people tune in each and every week. It's where we select our basic, simple, sure thing, easy predictions for the coming week. Our bold, out there, what are you thinking, crazy predictions, and the brilliant player of the round. So let's start with player of the round for the week 
that happened two weeks nine. ago because it was a poll on our Instagram between Tom Trebojevic and Josh Adokar, and people have, have gone once again. It's his third third win uh, for Tom Trebojevic, getting the win over Josh Adokar, and Tom now leads our our tag award player of the year contest. He's at the top. Uh, He's followed, a class player. Yep, followed by Dave Fafita and Ryan Pappenhausen. So. Yeah, that's you know probably the top three players so far this year overall. Um, and then, uh, what about this week? Well, we should talk about our basic bold predictions from. Magic oh, that's Rounds. a good idea. That's a good idea, isn't it? My basic prediction was Tommy Turbo to get man of the match performance, and I think you'd have to give it to you'd him. You'd have to give it to him. Well two done. tries, Didn't two try assists. Yes, it was also Jason Saab to get a hat trick, wasn't it? No. No, no, that's, no, in, that's in my bold. There's something going wait, on. Wait, yeah, wait, wait for my bold, something mate. Jason what stuff. was your basic? My basic was the Storm and the Panthers both have wins. Came true. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. That's why it's in the basic prediction, That's why it's right? in the basics. What was your bold? Bold, I ended up on six tries between Saab, Johnson and Toto. You would have been close. There uh, were three. Three? Saab got a double. Johnson got one. Toto didn't score. <sighs> Halfway there, so it's half bold, I suppose. Well, you could argue that my bold prediction wasn't that bold, but guess what? It's come bloody true. Which one was it? My bold prediction was that in the Tigers v Knights opening match of the round, that the total score, total points scored would exceed 50. And uh, 36 to 18, well, I'll let you do the math. 54. Uh, 54. (laughs) I just did the math. Excellent. So I succeeded it. Um, two well out of done. two for me. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. Congratulations. Thanks very much. You get a round of applause. Yeah. I'm going to go more bold this week because now I'm feeling, you know, now that I've got one on the board, I want to try and get an actual bold prediction to be correct. Yeah. We can go bold For a couple now. of weeks. You've got to aim of, bigger. You've got to aim bolder. You've got to go bolder. All right. Let's do, uh, from the round that just was, from Magic Round, uh, our brilliant player of the round. Mm. Three, two, one. Nathan, Nathan Cleary. Cleary. In about bloody time. Yeah. Yep. He, he really stood up. And, Talked uh, him up earlier. He is the best player in the game. He got game. a hat-trick as well. Not hat-trick only. and yeah. just dominated the game. His kicking game is so good. Mm. He orchestrates that side. He's a running threat, as he showed with his hat-trick this week, let alone what he can produce by passing the ball and kicking it. So, yeah, I think he was an easy choice this week. Yeah, well, um, my team, the Tigers... Did worse, despite also winning. Just we didn't have as great a win by as big a margin. So I have to choose my second choice to go into the Instagram poll, and I'm going to go with Nico Hines. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think he was outstanding, especially sort of named at fullback. Pappenhausen comes in last minute, switch to five eight. Then Pappenhausen goes down. He's sort of just having a cover across the whole field, um, and he's, he's just a brilliant footballer and he's unsigned for next year and my god they should be lining up for him yeah broncos are keen i just i'd rather him not go to the broncos yeah it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what the broncos look like next year yeah kevy Walters adam, has his way adam reynolds and nico Hines. suddenly that spine is looking pretty formidable interesting um yeah, I'm going to go to Nico Hines. Um, yeah, fair enough. Could have gone for Tommy as well. but I was thinking you might just, do it, but we've, we've been leaning towards really, Tommy for the last I couple of weeks. I thought I'd give him a week off. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> a week off the Instapol. Um, what about your basic prediction then? For this coming week. Yeah, well, looking forward. We saw the trend sort of start to happen. I've decided that there'll be more than 10 sin bins or send-offs this week. More than 10? More than 10. In there one were, game? 
In total. <laughs> in, in total. total. Yep. There were 14, I think, this round. So, 14? Yeah, I think they'll keep up with that. I'm going to go over rate. 10. I think it, it, it I think depends how quickly the game I adapts. think it'll decrease a little bit, but I still think over 10. All right. Do you want to give us an exact number? I'm going to go with... 11. 11. <laughs> yeah. Good guess. I mean, you went 11. for a number over 10. My official tip is over 10, <laughs> yeah, 10 no, or that's more. Right. I'll just give you an opportunity to. Yeah. Okay. And what's your basic prediction? Oh, basic. Man, we need to beat the Eels. We're not oh. going to stop winning, are we? Well, interesting. At basic, Parramatta, basic. Parramatta going very well as well. Yeah, you might be, be on the bolder side of basic. It's on the bolder side of basic. But, but I still don't think. There's any team that can beat Manly apart from maybe the Storm or, or Penrith, but yeah. definitely not the Eels. What if Tom Trebojevic accidentally does a high tackle in the second minute and is sent for the game? He probably would have scored a hat-trick in the first minute, so it's all right. <laughs> okay. Um, and your bold prediction for this week? Yeah, bold. Tough one this week. Don't know what to go for, but I'm going back for just a match pick, get the underdogs to turn their momentum around. I've gone for the Raiders to beat the Storm. Interesting. Interesting move. It is in Canberra. Um, I just don't think the Raiders will keep on losing. And but against the Storm, well, they've got to turn it around at some point, and it's well, kind they of won. Like they the, won in Magic Round. They just had a win. This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> they, beat, gonna, they beat the Bulldogs. Yeah, they're going a little bit. They're going to topple the Storm. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't really shift momentum if you beat the Bulldogs, does By it? By two points. Yeah. Um, but with 12 men against 13, so that's pretty good. Um, What's your bold prediction? My bold prediction is that in the Rabbitohs v Panthers game this big weekend... Big game, big game. Yeah, I think at some point in the game, Nathan Cleary kicks a field goal. Don't know you when. like a field goal prediction? Yeah, I sort of did it for Adam Reynolds. I did the two-point field goal. I'm going Nathan Cleary kicks just a field goal of any kind. Okay. Uh, it could be because the Panthers are trouncing them and just before half time he decides to put one up for fun. Or it's a game that could actually, if the Rabbitohs turn up, could be a close one and he maybe needs a winner. So at some point Nathan Cleary kicks a field goal. Well, it's exciting. I look forward to watching eagerly. As do I. Origin approaches. It appro- It gets ever closer. Each day, each week. Closer I'm checking to- my watch constantly. Yeah, teams teams are nearly out there and we're still building ours. Yeah. We've done our outside backs. We've done our forward packs. And what's left? The spine. Yeah. Um, what's interesting, I think the spine of all the elements of the Origin teams are the most kind of figured out. Um, and I feel like we're going to have pretty similar lineups in that area today. In the outside backs, we had kind of a few little differences. In the forwards, we had massive differences. Um, the spine, I feel confident that it's going yeah, to be it's pretty straightforward. You've got the star players, and they really do stand out, especially mm. those at the top echelon of our game. And part of the spine discussion, we're including our number 14, our utility on the bench. Um, so there's five players for each team that we'll name today. Do you want to start with the fullbacks? Let's start with the full. Should we go fullbacks for each? Let's go through yeah. fullbacks, then five-eighths for both teams. Okay. Uh, well, my fullback for New South Wales is James Tedesco. My fullback for Queensland is Kalen Ponga. I for would you? agree. You've got the same? Yep, exact yep. same. Yep. I don't think... I think there's lots of players that could play number one for New South Wales. Yeah. Um, but nobody's going to dispose of Teddy quite Not just yet. yet. Not just yet. He um, is still captain, which yeah. is like... I mean, if he goes down, he'll be replaced... Oh, easily, easily replaced, yeah. Um, but yeah. I still have him as the number one fullback in the game, and I'm I'm a Tommy fan, so 
Yeah, I think loyalty does have to play a part there as well. Like, I, I'm not comfortable replacing Tedesco until he disappoints at rep level. Yeah, you know? I and think he's so. never he's never disappointed at rep level. I think those established stars yeah. at that level they do have to drop in form rather than players play at yeah. like an equal level at club exactly. Club game. Like you know, we we I, I am a fan of picking on form, and I think sometimes experience can be uh, overrated. I suppose, but. There are certain players that command that respect, that it's their jersey until it's not. Yeah. And the fact that um, Corden won't be playing this year, so mm. he'll be taking sole captaincy, you'd expect. Yep. He was vice-captain before, but he's, he's full captain now. Yeah, we got Ponger at fullback. The only player that could have challenged him is AJ Brimson, but I still think Ponger's, you, you know, you can't, can't go past him. No, you can't go past him. Again, yeah, he's just X-Factor. He's should have a mortgage on that number one Queensland jersey for as long as he's playing. But mm. who knows? He's a bit of an enigma. He is a bit of an enigma. And he does have an injury every now and then, which is yeah. where Brimson will get his shot. Um, but let's move on to the 5.8s. All right. Well, I've gone for Munster at yep. Queensland. Shock. All right. Yep. And Luai. I've gone for the same too. Yeah. Each week, I think Luai began the season as, no, he's not really in the picture few weeks went on we went he could be a bolter and now at this point I feel like he's got to be there and people I mean yeah the only play Cody Walker's kind of now out of the out of the discussion yeah people are still putting off. forward you see some experts with their mm. teams and they put forward Jack Whiten just uh for the being a big body and having that more origin style physicality I- like I still would, I wouldn't be mad if Whiten was there. I've got Whiten mm. in the centres, yeah. and I can see why players like ex players and whatever select his commentators still want Whiten in the halves. He is the reigning Dalian Player of the Year. He does rise to the occasion at rep level. He's done that, been there, done that. Mm. Um, but you can't pass up on the White. No, he, I, yeah. he's playing better at the moment. And yeah. It comes down to that at the he's playing better footy. Well, the sixth jersey from New South Wales is one. You know, we talk about the respect of a player who's who's earned that jersey. I don't think anyone's really still. No one owns that sixth jersey from New South Wales over the past few years. Has obviously been Cody Walker's had a had a try there. Who else was there? Who was there apart from Cody Walker last year? I can't even remember. <laughs> Yeah, James Maloney's been there before him, but like, and he's not in the NRL anymore. No. So like, it's sort of up for grabs. And I think at that point you have to give it to form. And Luai is the form five eight for New South Wales. Yeah, hundred percent. And going on to halfbacks, I've got Cleary at seven for Shock. New South Wales. Yep. They just bring their combo from the Panthers yep. into the New South Wales lineup. Yep. And and he's it, also Cleary's also the best halfback in the game. Yeah, without question, he's not going to arguably be. the best player in the game. So yeah, for sure, for he's sure. in there. And seven for Queensland would oh, be Daly Cherry Daly Evans. Evans. Yeah, he's still their captain. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, he's not going to be dropped. Him and Munster still a deadly halves partnership. Yep. Yeah. There you, you go. Know, can't write him off. Cool. We haven't been at all different yet. Uh, hookers. Now I've got Damien Cook and I've got Harry Grant. I'd agree. Yeah. <laughs> You'd agree. <laughs> same so as. So we've got the exact same starting yeah. spine. I think they picked themselves. Uh, Luai is probably one who's uh, a toss-up, but for me it wasn't even a question. So, yeah. Yeah. I think Cook and Coruscant are closer than they have been before. Yeah, but Coruscant also didn't really start the year he was injured, and I feel like... You know, just based on... I get it, but if they want to bring that Panthers momentum in and Ooh, have three of their spine, three. 
I wouldn't be against it. I wouldn't I would, be against it either. And Coruscant, like Cook's obviously a great player, but yeah. I think Coruscant's, you know, robust enough. He's a good enough um, defender to play Origin. And he can also play in the halves if anything happens. But, mm. Yeah, I yeah I I think once again like at the moment Cook the nine jersey is his and it's like if once he disappoints then we can start to talk about it. So I yeah I'm not really thinking that Coruscant has a has a chance. He'll be in the extended squad yeah. for sure. He's the backup hooker. I, I can't think of who else would I be. I think I think it's the closest challenger that Cook's had for his number nine jersey for sure in, since in he since he took years. over. Yeah. Um, not since the likes of Robbie Farah and yeah, Michael Nathan Ennis, Pates. Nathan Peets, right. who's now in England, kind of disappeared. Harry Grant, he's just proving his worth each game he plays for the Storm. Yeah, it's getting better and better. Yeah, um, I think yeah, he's another one that should be in that Queensland side for the years to come. Yeah, although without giving too much away, I've selected my Queensland number fourteen based on the fact that Harry Grant is hooker. That's all I'll say. Interesting. That's all I'll say. Uh, and actually, on that note, without without much further ado, let's yeah. talk fourteens. All right, New South Wales, Pappenhausen. Uh, without X a factor, doubt, you just want him on the pitch as much as you can. And yeah. I think as if we need points, he'll be playing as many minutes as possible. I'd put him at fullback or in the halves. He can cover both positions, in my opinion. Um, he's got the skills to to play either, and he's just so lightning quick. Like I'm um, talk, like put him on. When the Queensland forwards are tired, it, yeah, I just have no doubt. In him he'll, at all. he'll be in the squad. He, yeah. he can't be ignored. I don't yeah. think. What and about 14 the fourteen for Queensland? Well, who have you got? I've gone for Brimson. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. This is the one point of difference for us. All right. I've gone for Reed Marnie. But yeah. Okay. I talk. think Reed's Reed's really close. He's having yeah. a great year at the Eels. Um, I've gone for Brimson because he just has bit more versatility. He mm. can play fullback. He can play in the halves. Yeah. He, you can even put him at centre. And I suppose he can cover dummy half if you need him to do 10, 15 minutes there. Yeah. Um, I guess that's fair enough. I've gone Reed Marnie just based on the fact that I see what happens at the Storm with Brandon Smith and Harry Grant working as a hooking, hooker combination. Yeah. And I think that one-two punch is where Grant really thrives. And I want to... You know, I'd almost... Consider, I want Grant in the number nine jersey just because I feel like he's he's earned that jersey. But I, I also wouldn't be wouldn't mind seeing a last minute change where Marnie starts and plays the first twenty minutes, much like Brandon Smith has done, and Harry Grant comes on and just gives that punch and gets Munster off his shoulder. And I think that's really yeah, very I think dangerous. Marnie can get through a whole load of work, and I think just looking at the sort of squads that we've got listed out here. The Queensland side don't really have that sort of ball-playing middle forward like New South Wales has in Murray and mm. Radley and Yo and Trebojevic who can be that linking man in the middle. Yeah, so true. even playing with, you know, maybe Marnie at 13 in that middle rotation and Grant mm. at the same time, it like allows them to swing the ball a lot easier through that middle section than just throwing totally. a big cutout pass. Yeah, totally. Once again, Brimson can fill that role as well as a yeah, 13. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so either either choice would be well earned. Yeah, I um, think Marnie is definitely next in line for that nine jersey if Grant can't play for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, that's our spines. Well, that was with the round that just was round 10. And um, what we did at the end of round five was we selected our form team from rounds one to five. And five plus five equals 10. So that means there's Correct. been another five rounds. So it's, we're going to make our form team 
from rounds six to round ten. Um, we'll do this once again just by chucking a name back and forward at each other. Every player listed will earn one point towards our player of the year. Uh, just a cheeky one, you know, it's probably not going to decide it, but it's, it's it little, might do. It might do. It could do. It's a little bonus for everyone. Well, I'm going to get us started. Go get us started. With Tommy Turbo at fullback. Easy does it. it no debate. to be. No debate for and, you. He's been yeah. the form fullback of the last five rounds. Easy. I'm glad you agree Easy. with me. Um, Who do you want to put forward? I'm going to put forward Brian Toto on one of the wings. Yeah? I think... Do you, Go for do you, it. You, you're not. No, I, I reckon wings. That there's a couple of others that yeah. we should have a chat well, about. Let's have a chat time. about. Well, let's pick both our wingers right All now. All right. Well, Toto, Toto's up there. I yep. wouldn't be opposed to that. Okay. Josh Adokar. He's been exceptional at the Storm. I'd ideally like to see him on the other wing. So, who else have you got? Jason Saab. Interesting. Saab. You've got to have him, don't you? I'd have Toto there ahead of both those guys. So, I, for me, the debate's between Adokar and Saab. Because I think Toto's been unbelievable. He has, he has. Try scoring wise, Adokar's there, but maybe it's Saab and Toto, which is un- unlucky for for. I can't miss out on Josh Adokar after he breaks the record, though. But he is playing for the Storm, and Saab plays for Manly. I have I have to keep Toto in there. I have to put my foot down. I think he's been unbelievable. Let's go for Toto. Yeah, <laughs> it's up to you, Adokar or Saab. <laughs> I'm go- I want Saab. Yeah, interesting. I wanna- well, that's what I said. I said Saab. Can we do that? Toto and Saab on can, the wings? We can do that. You can do that? We can do that. Oh, I'm excited. I, mean, you know, I think a lot of people might be upset not to see Adokar there. Although, you know, he broke the record. That is one match. It I is. think if we're, we're looking, looking over a few games, it's probably Saab and Toto. It has to be. All right. Cool. Done. That's our wingers. Yeah. Uh, you can throw another one out at me. Uh, easy one. I reckon halfback is Cleary. Yep. Cool. Interesting. I mean, not interesting, actually. Very boring. Very normal. It is a bit. I'd but go, we've no. got to reward those top oh, no. players. 100%. Cleary, yeah. I think, is is now... He's that sort of player that's gone into that, that realm where he's so good that you look for others to give yeah. to give a claim to, you know. You start going, oh, yeah, he's he's so good, but he's expected to be so good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so they He's start, got to live up to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually... I want to pair... To partner Cleary in the halves... This guy has been playing halfback, but I still would like to put him at 5'8 in our team. I think that's fine, right? Who is it? Well, Sam Walker. Yeah, he's Roosters. one of the other names I had. Yeah, who else are you thinking for 5'8? Well, I also thought like, we could push oh, Nico Hines there. He he's been, been good over he, the last four But he hasn't rounds. been playing 5'8. He hasn't, but there's Sam look, Walker if you want to follow that. I think there'll be time for Nico Hines, and I don't think this is the time for Okay, Nico well, Hines. I'm happy to go with Sam Walker, but the other guy I want to give a shout-out to, he's also been playing a bit of fullback impact player mm. off the bench, but Reese Walsh at the Warriors has yeah, been okay. exceptional. Okay, he, yeah. Massive impact. He's probably not in there for the top over the five rounds. Mm. Sam Walker I think has Sam to Walker it. has to be there. Yeah, no, like, I'm just yeah. giving some other guys no, a no, shout-out. No, 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 that's you know? good. That's they, and I'm sure they appreciate that. So, so Cleary and Walker in the halves. That's yeah, pretty good. Can't really complain. That's pretty good. Um, okay, give me another. I reckon this player's been standing up in a massive void for this year. Angus Crichton. Okay, cool. In the second row, I I've, think... I've thought about Crichton. I've put Crichton there as well. So. Yeah? Yep. I, I reckon he's really lifting up to that um, top standard that he was at when he was at the Rabbitohs and then mm. he'd been shuffled around a bit at the Roosters. He played a bit in the middle. 
Um, oh, but yeah. with Cordner out this year, he's their premier second he's their rower. New second row- and yeah. I well, think he's going to be he's going to be New South Wales's premier second rower. Exactly. As well, so. I think he sort of knew that that was within his reach at the start of the year, and he's playing up to it. So yep. he's my twelve. Cool. Well, on the note of second rowers, the man that I've got to partner Angus Crichton in the second row is a man who started the year on the bench for his club. He's since become a starting first grader. It's Isaiah Papali. Yes, <laughs> I was about to call him Papali, and I was you changed your mind midway. Through. Changed my mind midway through. So the emphasis was all wrong. It was on different parts of that's the- okay. Uh, he was in our team last week. Last no, he wasn't. No, was he? He not in just our missed out because we put miss- we put Kikau in instead. Wow. And I think he's yeah, earned the I, right he's now. He's got to be the, the the only other bloke that I had um, in that second row conversation is Ben Murdoch Masilla at oh, the Warriors. Cool. He's been playing some of his I guess best footy. I, I probably haven't watched enough of the Warriors over the last five rounds to give that a claim. No, but, um, I, I still think Papali or Papali'i is yeah. um, has been better. He's probably been mm. one of the top second rowers mm. all year. Yeah. Um, he was given a chance when Madison went down, and now and he's now he stayed in the starting side with yeah. Madison. So deserves he's, it. He's been by the year, in my opinion, probably. I mean, maybe Jason Saab as well, but yeah, there's a few few shouts, but absolutely he's been up there. Um, all right, cool. My hmm, where do I go next? I'm gonna. I'm interested in your thoughts on Hooker because mm. the one that mainly comes to mind for me of the past five rounds has been Harry Grant. Yeah, interesting. I was yeah. thinking Kim or Brandon Smith. Well, they, you know, well, they've, they've both been that good. Yeah, for the one team, I like it's their combo that's so good. I yeah, feel like yeah, I've got Grant there just because I guess he's he's wearing the number nine. He's he's yeah, seems here's, to be. Here's a smoky for you. Somebody that you probably haven't thought about. Let's go, Reese Robson up at the Cowboys. Right, they've been playing a lot better footy this like over the last five rounds than they did to start the year. He had three tries in round six, seven, and eight. Mm. And he's taken over from Granville as their starting number nine. Yeah, I well. reckon he's proving to be a top quality dummy half. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. You know, I, yeah. Harry Grant didn't play in the last last game. He's missed a round. He's missed a round. Has his performance has been that good over the the, the last I think four? He's been pretty good. Better I, than Reese Robson. I would say yes. <laughs> I would say yes. Uh, but I also don't like... I'm trying to help out the underdogs I here. also don't mind Brandon Smith's mention either. But... Mm. I think I think you go Grant, Grant over, over Smith. Smith. And I think I'd go both of them over Robson. That's I'm not, trying. I'm trying here, guys. I think, like, I don't know. Because obviously you want to you help out players who are performing well in an underperforming team. But I really base a player's, like worth on if they're getting their team the wins you know yes cow was having more wins but yeah i don't know i still feel like you know i'd rather judge a player by what why have we only got one or two penrith players in here then <laughs> well maybe we don't maybe we have more mm. all right i'll give it yeah <laughs> i'm getting my but way Reece, a bit. I'm, I'm sticking I'm up way. for you mate if I'm you're get, listening <laughs> i'm getting my way a bit more today i'm enjoying it really well i got turbo at fullback so i'm happy yeah you got saab on the wing so that's come on. true come that's on true. come on give me harry grant former tiger <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's go your turn all right well it's sticking in with the storm then i reckon in the last round that we did this form team rounds mm-hmm. one to five with olam in the centers I reckon Remus Smith's been oh, right. their better centre for the for the last five, and I reckon he's one of the form centres 
of the year. Let's talk both centres like we did for the wingers. Yep. Um because I, I like that suggestion. I actually also thought Olam could be there again. Yeah. He's been pretty good. Um, and I've actually got Matt Burton as an option. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought of him, but think, he'd be up there. I think he's up there. I've got Jack Bird as well. Right. I think yeah. he's been playing some of his best footy again. Yeah. He has yeah. been good. Wow. Stephen Crichton, mm. since moving back from fullback. Yeah, he has been good. But I, I'd like Burton over Crichton. Yeah, I think but Burton But I still, I still reckon Remus Smith's... Definitely Bert. better than Olam over the last five. Cool. I'm happy for Burton and Remus Smith. What are your thoughts on Jack Bird missing out? That's nah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're sweet with it? Yeah, I'm sweet with all it. All right, Remus Smith takes that other centre spot along with Matt Burton. See, I told you there'd be another Panthers player in there. Yeah. Told you. Had it all, had it all figured storm. out. All over again. Speaking of Panthers, Ooh. another prop I'm thinking is James Fisher-Harris. Yeah, he's, I had him. I had him. He's the best prop in the game on form. Ooh. Well, no. I think we love Papali yeah. and... And uh, he's, I think he's been out of form. The Raiders have been out of form, but and so he's still he's still I think you start to call him the best prop in the game. But on form and on current performance, I think James Fisher Harris. I really think he's alongside Yo. He's the leader in that um, mm. forward pack for for Penrith, and he's he's their aggressor. He's their hardcore man that the other teams afraid to play against. Yeah, if we're talking. Once again, like combinations, if we're talking props, did you have any other options for the other prop? Campbell Gillard at the Eels. Yeah, cool. I think he's been playing yeah. some of his best footy again, and I wouldn't be that surprised if he was in the Origin talks. Ooh. You know? Yeah, he's sort of been left out of Origin talks. He has, he has. But if the Eels keep winning, which they're not going to this week <laughs> against Manly, yep. but if they pick up after that... It's a good thing he just made it in the form team before they have a massive <laughs> losing streak. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm I'm more than happy to put Regan Campbell Gillard in there. I yeah, think, great. I think yeah, he's That's been two good options. He's been born again as a prop. He sort of lost it for a little bit, but I think he's back. Yeah, Locke has been a really interesting position for me. I've got mm. four that it could four. be. I've got one. Who's your one? Tohu Harris. See, he was one of my four. Okay, all right. Well, he's in I, there. I, I would not be at all sad to put Harris as as the guy. Yeah, I'll give shout out to the other three. See Please what your do. thoughts are. Yeah, Zayo. Yeah, I think he's just a leader in that Panthers team. He's just a a great, a great lock, Jason Tamalolo. That's uh, he's only played a few games, and but he's been impactful since coming back. Yeah, no, he's, not yeah. not on the same level as the other boys. And Connor Watson, I think he's a great thirteen for the Knights. But once again, they haven't really been winning. So yeah, and he's also been starting off the bench again since. Um, yeah, Fitzgibbon came back. They mm. put Barnett into lock, and Watson's mm. been. Starting at 14, okay. so I want Harris. I reckon he's playing look, massive minutes. Look, I he's, think I had all these names and I just needed you to tell me one and you've told me Harris and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with Harris. That's it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happening. All right, cool. Sorted. Well, that's our form team of round 6 to 10. Let's go through it. Yeah, uh, run through it. At fullback is Tom Trebojevic. On the wings, Jason Saab and Brian Toto. The centre pairing is Remus Smith and Matt Burton. Our halves, formidable halves, Sam Walker and Nathan Cleary. Uh, the props at Fisher Harris and Campbell Gillard. Uh, sorry, the laugh was just because Harvey's doing a little dance, <laughs> and, uh, and I felt and I found that quite funny. Um, the hooker is Harry Grant. The second rowers are Isaiah Papali and Angus Crichton. That is formidable. And the lock, ever reliable, Tohu Harris. Love it. Great team. Great team. Great team. Thank you so much for listening again this week, guys. It's a pleasure, as always, to bring you They Talk A Good Game. 
Find us on Instagram at They Talk A Good Game. You'll be able to see all our content ideas, polls. You'll be able to vote for our um, player of the round. Player of the round. Give your thoughts on our form team. Let us know what you think of our origin selections. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. Bye bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.